why US stock market plunges the biggest one day dive in months as investors dump tech, New Zealand share market news and tips, five key investment lessons from one of the world's richest men and my two company losers and three winners over the last week. You will learn all that and other top news so you can grow your dividends and assets. My name is Maxim, make sure you subscribe, hit the like button to let me know that you want more information like that. We will begin with the top 10 winners and losers on the New Zealand Stock Exchange during the last month, August 2020. You see the full list on your screen. It is a good time to be a trader. To be frank, uh, we see that Just Life Group was up by 102% only during the last 31 days in August. Kenna South went up 87%. NZME up by 63% and so on. So if you've got deep pockets and advanced skills and years of experience, you may get lucky and make a lot of money, but the statistics show that you are likely to lose money if you are trading, so stay away from it. On the other hand, we see a list of companies that went down. Uh, for example, Cavalier Corporation went, went down by 23%, General Capital declined by 21%. It tells you that the market is very volatile at the moment and you have to be very careful. Now let's have a look what's been happening over the last week. The American market had the biggest one-day falls since June caused by profit-taking after weeks of record-setting rises and further concern about the United States-China relations. Nasdaq was down by nearly 9% during one day last week. Investors moved money out of the tech stocks which could hit the hardest from the potential tariff increases. Because nearly one third of New Zealand stock investors are based overseas, the New Zealand stock market dropped followed a sell-off in the US market, particularly in the tech stocks. However, over the last week, share prices came through better than expected it was still an ugly reporting season compared to previous years, but compared to the expectations, it wasn't too bad. As always, fund managers were seeking for meaningful outlook statements as to how companies might do in the year ahead. For the most part, they came up empty-handed. Not a lot of businesses have got certainty. As you can see on this slide, NZX50 went down by 2%. So it wasn't as dramatic as in the United States. Dividends in these days of ultra low interest rates come into sharper focus. We have seen a lot of companies either reduce or suspend dividends. Companies you would usually see as reliable dividend payers. Do you think now is a good time to invest in any of these tech stocks or should we stay away? Let me know down in the comments below. For example, Pushpay and Fisher and Paykel were one of the biggest losers last week. Pushpay went down by nearly 11% and Fisher and Paykel went down by nearly 9% over the last week. Now let's see what made the local news. First on my list is Sky City. The company share price rose 11% after the Trans Tasman Casino and Hospitality Operator reported normalized EBITDA of $200 million, which was at the top end of its guidance, as well as an underlying profit of $66 million. It is still able to operate under current trading conditions. With the core gaming business now profitable again, 
Other divisions such as VIP gaming, portals and restaurants would only be able to recover with a revival of international tourism. As such, for the short to medium term, the company sees itself as a smaller, domestically focused business. No final dividend will be paid this year because of the company's banking covenant restrictions, but they may resume a final dividend in the next financial year depending on the situation. If border restrictions continue for the rest of the financial year 2021 and there been no adverse change to the COVID-19 outlook in New Zealand and South Australia, Scarcity expects EBITDA to be greater than this year, although this figure will be below pre-COVID levels. On top of that, broker Credit Suisse and UBS upgraded the stock's target price to $3 from $2.85. If Sky City meets the Credit Suisse target, it will return approximately 17%, excluding dividends, fees and charges. If you would like to get exclusive articles and charts, then make sure you follow me on your favorite social media. All the links in the description below. Next is Pushpay, a company which provides a donor management system to churches in the US. Continued its slide over the last week, falling nearly 12%. Pushpay might have been impacted by the sell-off in the technology stocks in the US, though some directors have sold down their shares just as six A2 Milk staff members have done. Former director Justin Smith, who resigned in July, sold half a million worth of Pushpay shares and reduced her shareholding by 70%. This followed the move by chief executive Bruce Gordon to sell 12.4 million worth of Pushpay shares. They may have valid reasons for the sell down, but it's never a good look for potential investors. Let's talk about property investment company Asset Plus Limited, which had its shares going up by nearly 9% over the last week after it announced an independent value portfolio revaluation to 153 million from 142 million in March, lifting net tangible asset to 63 cents per share. It was one of those days when I got lucky and bought the stock a couple of days before the event. Next is A2Milk, which dropped by 9% over the last five days, extending its downward trend. The daily exporter has fallen 15% from its August record as the triple threat of reduced demand, the strong currency and China sanctioning Australian exporters prompted investors to exit. There are some people who are concerned about trade tensions and that there are going to be some tariffs on New Zealand products and that would be a large headwind for our economy. Let's move to Urbana Healthcare. The company confirmed its board is baking a new $4.45 per share scheme of arrangement from BGH Capital and the Ontario Teachers Pension Plan. The share price went up by 40% over the last month. Over the last five days, the share price went down by 5%. However, that price could fall as low as $3.70 if the outbreaks occur in New Zealand and Australia. Investors appear to be setting, investors appear to be betting this is the more likely outcome with a bonus share price jumping 40% on the news since August. Another company in the news was Air New Zealand. 
Chief Commercial and Customer Officer Cam Wallace resigned to find a role with a global scope as the airline is effectively a domestic carrier for the foreseeable future. The share price went down by 2% over the last week. It wasn't a good look, but understandable since there was little to do in the role until people were traveling again. Now let's discuss Vista Group. The company share price went up by nearly 47% since early August after the United States biggest cinema chain AMC announced it would have 70% of its theaters opened by the end of the week. At the same time, the cinema software developer reported better than expected earnings last Wednesday. Ironically, it was one of the season's bigger loss makers, but Vista Group enjoyed the strongest share price rally over August when most results were reported. Non-cash credit charges and credit provisions took the cinema software company to a loss for the six months to June of 43 million, yet the stock shot up by almost 47% over the last months. Clearly, the market was expecting much worse. Another interesting news was that last week was Warren Buffett's birthday and I found five key investment lessons from one of the world's richest men. You can read the full article on my Facebook page, but I'll briefly mention five main points. Never invest in a business you cannot understand. Consider buying a stock as you would buy a house for yourself. If the market goes bad, you would still be pleased to own it. Number two. If you are not investing, you are doing it wrong. Cash earns you nothing, so learn how to employ it better. Number three, stick to your long-term plans. Markets are volatile and traders always or most of the time lose money. Number four, invest in yourself. Allow at least 30 minutes a day to read or watch new personal development content. Number five, what to do with the credit cards debt. Pay off any loans, including credit cards, because they charge over 10 to 20% and you are unlikely to get better return anywhere else. Before you start investing, pay off credit cards or any loan. Tell me down in the comments below what has been your favorite tip in your investment journey. Now let's see my public portfolio. This information is for educational purposes only and you should not repeat our actions. You have to seek an independent financial advice. And first of all, I'd like to thank you for all the comments and suggestions you did um, over the last week in my previous video. And I value that a lot. It gave me new ideas how to invest. So thank you, keep it coming. As you can see on the screen, my total portfolio value is $10,600 and that included my $300 weekly top up. On the screen, you can see two lines. The orange line is my public portfolio and the blue line is the NZX 50 main index. So what I'm trying to do is obviously beat the market and um, perform better than NZX 50. So far, I'm not doing that well. Oh, I did better than last week. Last week, my portfolio was negative 1%. At the moment, it's nearly break even. And the main change that I've done is I purchased $1,000 worth of shares of Flexia Group, and it is up by 0.63%. What I would mention to you that 
although tech stocks mainly in the states or tech stocks that are exposed to the US investors they went down a lot but these tech companies like Plexia Group, Paysource they did actually very well and I'm happy with the performance the main reason that I bought Plexia Group is that they are planning to raise capital and list on the Australian Stock Exchange, ASX. And if you look at the previous listings of New Zealand companies or any other tech stocks on the ASX Stock Exchange, the price climbed dramatically. So I'm hoping that it will go up by at least 20 to 30% over the next year once it's been listed on the Australian Stock Exchange. And it's got very good fundamentals as well. It's making profit. It's growing by at least 20 to 30% per year. I have no doubts that it's gonna be a good long-term investment. I also want to mention that one of my rules is that I do not invest in a company unless I work out the intrinsic value of its share price. And I've done my homework with Plexure Group as well. Based on my personal growth assumptions of this company, I believe today's intrinsic value of its share price is $1.40 based on margin of safety 30%. Of course, I know some people use 50% margin of safety, some people use 20%. It's up to you how you do it. But I believe because it's a growth stock, 30% is good enough for me. And as I mentioned earlier, Asset Plus, which is a property investment company, it was revalued. Therefore, investors wanted a part of it. The price went up. A2 Milk, the darling of the New Zealand stock market, it is still down by nearly 10%, but I'm investing long-term. I'm sure that it's been growing over the last many years by nearly 30% a year, and it's gonna go like that in the near future. I have no reason to doubt that because they've got a specific niche and they've got very good marketing. There's big potential in China and the United States. They've captured only nearly just 2% in China and they've just started in the States. So they've got huge potential. I also have five and a half thousand dollars in cash. So I'd like to know your opinion. How would you invest five and a half thousand dollars? Obviously, I'm not planning to invest everything in one week or one day. I'm gonna invest on a regular basis, maybe thousand dollars a month, unless I see some other opportunities. Last but not least is the Heartland Group Holdings, and it is mainly known for its Heartland Bank. I'm waiting for the announcement from the company whether they will pay dividends or not. I'm hoping that they will. And that means that the share price will go up because there is a big demand for dividend paying companies. If you want more tips on how to grow your dividends and assets, then subscribe to my private newsletter. You'll find the link below in the description. We talk about things like any zone share price relation, review Auckland real estate market and more. I value your feedback so I can create other interesting topics. Please leave a comment and I will reply. Stay tuned because more good stuff coming soon.